Hey! This is How to Japan. Tonight, we are talking about earthquakes. Ooh, it's so scary. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. It depends. It depends on the size, right? Yeah, it's true. You Did you experience any earthquakes, like, uh, back in America? I think I experienced one when I lived in San Francisco. It was a little one. It wasn't too big. It was just, like, one in four years that I noticed when I was there. But I didn't really experience a big one until I came to Japan. Maybe that was back in 2008? No, I was so in a sports authority. Yeah. Oh, really? Are you not talking about yeah. 2011, the big one? No, okay. not the big one. It was a little, it was big, but it wasn't, you know, the big, big one. And I, I remember looking up at the ceiling of the sports authority, and it got these tall, tall ceilings, you know, really tall rafter type ceilings and these lights are hanging down by wires and the lights are just swinging back and forth and i just noticed patrons running to the exits i'd never seen that before like they were just literally running and i was like these people are not paying attention to anyone but themselves and they want to get out of harm's way and i was like wow this is my first kind of semi-genuine experience of a big earthquake mm-hmm well, what about you? I'd never experienced any earthquakes prior to coming to Japan. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember the first earthquake I felt was when I was teaching English at the time in mm-hmm. Shinjuku. We we're only on the third floor, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like third, yeah, I think it was like the third floor of this building in Shinjuku near the exit uh, of the station. And it was pretty close, close to the station. Mm-hmm. And um, I was I was in the classroom, and I felt like this movement under my feet. And right. there were students in front of me, about yeah. uh, seven of them. Very very intimate space, very very small mm-hmm. classroom. And and I'm sitting down, talking mm-hmm. to them, and then I feel this the movement under my feet, and then I I, mm-hmm. I stand up, <clears throat> and as I stand up, everyone is staring at me. And I was like, what is mm-hmm. this? I feel movement, I feel dizzy. And so I open the door. Because mm-hmm. I had no idea what was happening, right. and I ran out of the classroom. Right, and then an office manager uh, of the school maybe uh, detected some sense of uh, unease mm-hmm. uh, on my face <laughs> right. running yeah. out of the classroom. She told me, uh, "So, like, oh, hey, hey, listen, don't don't worry. It was just a it was just a small earthquake. Everything's going right. to be fine." Right, and uh, at that moment, I realized, well. Uh, I just look like a selfish prick for being out for myself. <laughs> Getting out of there, not worrying about anybody else. Just wanted to, yeah. just wanted to flee for, for some security, for some safety. Because of, uh, cause it was the first time. I, I honestly thought that, the fuck, this is really disturbing to me right. to be in this situation. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I like I can laugh at it now because it's ridiculous. Right. Right. But But at the time, if you've never experienced an earthquake... And you're on the third floor because I was kind of the the building was like uh, swaying a little bit, right? And that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, so there's nothing uh, you can do about it. Yeah, and uh, I was living with my host mother at the time as well, and I, I remember coming home and I and I asked her about that. I said, "Hey, um, you know, I experienced an earthquake today," and uh, and she said, "Oh, you felt that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yes, I did feel that, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, she just thought it was uneventful. Didn't even, right. didn't even register with her, and uh, and I asked her, what would happen if a major earthquake occurred while on a fast-moving train? 
Mm-hmm. And she said she wouldn't worry about it. Right. But I, but I, but I pressed her on this point. I, I said, listen, mm-hmm. I really want to know what's the uh, infrastructure like. What would, how would trains handle this, and mm-hmm. uh, what would happen on that train? And she basically said, well, yeah, she would. Uh, that would be her destiny, her fate. Right. What was going to happen was going to happen. Right. And I and I said, "What? Oh, so you're going to die? <laughs> does, yeah. that mean, does that mean you're fucking the train will be derailed and you could die?" She she uh-huh. wouldn't she wouldn't answer. She wouldn't give me a you know a proper answer of like the integrity of the trains. But uh, mm. but she was very deterministic on her view on life. You know, it was like mm-hmm. kind of uh, surprised to me for her to to say that. She she just said, "Well, that's you know that's just life." Right. Um, and and now I realize, like, yeah, there's nothing you can fucking do about it right. there's no, no matter where you are if if where we are due for a major earthquake it's been due or overdue now for fucking decades hasn't it yeah but you know these seismologists and these guys they're just going off of averages of how often things happen so that i don't know how accurate all of this technology is right now i think we're like in the in the adolescent stage of earthquake tech and research yeah yeah i don't i i don't know but I, that's what i've been hearing for the last fucking at least 10 years i've been told mm. you you have no idea even after the 2011 earthquake the big one mm. the right. big earthquake that happened while i was in japan that apparently is not doesn't really compare to what is actually coming and right. that scares me that really right. terrifies me well you know the thing is is that an earthquake could set off volcanoes, namely Mount Fuji. And being in eye distance of Mount Fuji, eh, it's not very comforting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look what? out my uh, stairwell window every day and look at the beauty of Mount Fuji and it's all its glory with different clouds passing through and all that such. And bam, one day it could just explode because of an earthquake. Don't they say that in North America, uh, Yellowstone? Mm-hmm. What is that? What is the name of that dormant? I I don't know the name of uh, it, uh, but like, I think it's called like a super volcano. I mean, once that goes, then you can kiss North America goodbye. Is what I heard. Right. Well, you could probably kiss the world goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that do? <laughs> Maybe I should just like not worry so much right. about Japan I and mean, more focused on what's going to happen <laughs> in North America. Right. <laughs> I think it's. Who knows? I mean, that that'll hit. You know, these these super events that uh, occasionally hit the earth will deplete populations and force. They're not. Those they're not extin- uh, extinction level events, though. Yeah, close to it, but yeah, not extinction, extinction level. Hmm. Who knows? I mean, the next one could be. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, that type of level, you know. We no one really. You can't really say until it happens, you know. But um, let's, um, well, let's talk yeah. about 2011. Uh, oh. If people are not familiar with what happened in 2011, March, I do remember it being March. Uh, as for the date, I think it was the 26th. March what 11th. Was it? What was the date? Hang on. Was oh, March, March 11th. 11th. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I think Sorry. you just said it too. Oh, did mm-hmm. I really? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? We'll just we'll record March 11th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tohoku Tohoku earthquake and tsunami. 
Hmm. So, uh, if people are not familiar with that, that was a yeah, a fucking nine point one magnitude undersea mega thrust earthquake. And yeah, let's 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 talk about that for a bit. Where where hmm. were you at the time? I was at home, luckily, and I was eating lunch with my wife. I had I had work in the morning in Tokyo, and then came home, and we were eating lunch, and then bam, it hit. And we were living on the first floor of an apartment in Saitama. And um, I was like, we got to get out of this apartment now. And my wife was looking for something. I was like, don't, no, don't look for anything. Let's just get out. That's the worst thing you could do in any kind of emergency. Like like a fire or anything. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Put on your shoes and let's go outside. And when we went outside, we looked up, I looked up at the uh, telephone poles and they were shaking. The cars were shaking in driveways, and then there were a few other neighbors outside. There was an 89-year-old lady and uh, a young teenage girl and her mother, and we all kind of stood in the middle of the street of this cul-de-sac kind of place and just held on to each other as the earth shook. And this lady who was 89 years old was like, I'm 89. I've never seen anything like this. (laughs) That's how big it was. It was like a a a once-in-a-lifetime huge earthquake. And I remember the teenage girl had her little portable radio with a little wind up thing on it, you know, battery charged. It wasn't like a regular battery charge. It had a little wind up thing on it. So you could uh, never be without um, radio transmission. So and we talked for a little bit. And that was the first time I got to know my neighbors. (laughs) Nice. Mm. Better late than never, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This was the most powerful earthquake ever recorded in Japan. And the fourth Mm. most powerful earthquake in the world since modern record-keeping began in 1900. Mm. Right. So, and I told you about my experience being on the third floor in Shinjuku, and uh, Mm. you could imagine my surprise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you you just, were were you at work at the time? Yeah, I was working in Shibuya at the Mm. time. Uh, (laughs) Funnily enough, again, on the third floor. The third floor, for some reason, I got a fucking knack for finding fucking jobs on the third floor of these buildings. And also, my room. I'm I'm living on the third floor in an apartment. Mm, (laughs) My mansion's on the third floor. Uh, I don't choose the number of the fucking floors uh, that has come to me. But but I remember when it happened, uh, it was this movement that I've never experienced before in my life. And we all went, you know, it's like a usual sort of emergency uh, kind of earthquake Evacuation. Uh, drill to do as you go under your desk. You right. go under your desk and that's what we all did. We all went under our desk. And I remember going under and just looking at other co-workers under the desk. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I remember scanning their faces and I can see some people are just calm. And they're all the Japanese. And I look right. at the foreigners and they're fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> just petrified. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't want to look at these other foreigners. I'm looking at them. just no, focus right, the right. Japanese. How are they handling it? And the Japanese were just very calm, collected. And then after the first tremor, uh, that, that that major shake, the office manager uh, at the time said, "All right, everyone, let's all make our way outside uh, slowly." And uh, we all stood up. Actually, come to think of it, sorry, maybe I'm misremembering. Because I remember only a few of us went outside. I think mm-hmm. the office manager, Japanese person, just said, don't worry, uh, I think that's it. And I think most people stayed. And on the second, the second mm-hmm. tremor, I right. think a few of us just fucking bolted. 
It was the foreigners. Right. We're like, no, fuck this. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. So we that ran downstairs. Yeah. And as we're running down the stairs, there's cracks. You see visible right. cracks in the fucking right. wall. Wow. Scary as fuck. So you see cracks mm. forming as we're running outside. So we get out onto the street. So we get out onto the fucking... Uh, um, it's not uh, near the... It's close to... You know the pedestrian... There's a big crossing in Shibuya. Right. That's famous around the world. You know, there's a big crossing in Shibuya. It's, it's world-renowned. And we're, we're not too far from that, but there's like a little side street. So we went down a little mm-hmm. side street. We got out outside, and we see other people from other companies and other buildings there. And we're all just standing there watching movement, watching uh, electricity poles shake mm-hmm. from side to side. Right. And... And I check my phone because I want to call, call my girlfriend and my phone's down. Mm-hmm. Can't call anyone. Right. And so we're just standing there in silence. Everyone's mm-hmm. outside. And that was the, the surreal, that was most, the most surreal thing about it was that people were just outside in silence. Mm. No one's really, no one's saying anything. Mm. And then what pissed me off though about the experience was that I saw other people coming out. They all had hard hats. They're all wearing hard hats, except for people mm. in my building. No one had right. any hard hats. So I'm thinking, well, <laughs> who the fuck is in charge? <laughs> we had no right. drills. I've never been through an earthquake drill. So apparently these other fucking uh, companies could afford these drills because they came out all prepared. They're mm. all ready. They're all ready to go. But yeah, that was uh, that was terrifying. I mean, uh, how, right. how do you remember how long it lasted? I don't remember how long it lasted, but I remember that, you know, for the next few days or aftershocks throughout, you know, it's just like, oh, there's another one. Oh, well, well, when's the next one coming? It's another one's coming. You know, that's how it, that's how uh, the next few days uh, occurred, but I don't remember the exact length of time it was. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I don't, I don't remember the time involved, the amount of time that had passed, but at one point, everybody got outside, and then we're all just uh, planning how to get home. Mm-hmm. We're all thinking about, okay, so how do you, how do we get home from here? Uh, okay, so you guys live close. You like, you guys live close. So you can, guys can just walk home. Uh, many other people were living quite far away. Uh, trains were down, obviously. Uh, some people were thinking about just going to take a taxi, but as you could imagine, there are fucking tens of thousands of people who have the same idea as you. Mm. So whatever chances mm. you think of getting a taxi is not going to work. So we're all we're all you know, milling about outside a building and just looking at different ways of getting home. And I, I had no fucking idea because I couldn't even call my mm. girlfriend at the time. So I, I had no idea where she was, what she was doing. I, you know, I, I couldn't check GPS on my phone to even walk home. Mm. I didn't know how to walk home from where I was, but I it would have taken me you know at least an hour, oh, an hour and a half, two hours, I think, walk. Yeah, so then I, I came up with an idea, which I shared with a colleague. So everyone else were, were, were filing away. They're like, right, uh, they're like, okay, everyone's everyone's okay, okay. Mm. Uh, what are you guys gonna do? So they asked me and another colleague, and we just looked at each other. We're like, I have no idea. And then I said, listen, I I, I think I have an idea. So don't worry about us. And I said to this other guy, I said, hey. How about we go to a bar and wait mm-hmm. until things quieten down? <laughs> and he said, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. He's like, yeah, mm. isn't it? 
I think that's the fucking best idea I've had all day. So, <laughs> so we went to this like Irish bar. We went to uh-huh. the, uh, I think it was like, uh, what was it? Like, um, Hop Goblins, I think, in Shibuya. We, we went there and uh, went up, ordered, and, uh, and then as we entered the place, hmm. we noticed that you know, TV, you know, the multiple TVs on, and it actually wasn't, you know, it wasn't crowded at all. That's what was my, my main concern is that people had the same idea as me. But no, it was just us. Uh, and we went up and we saw TVs showing this wave, mm. this tidal wave, just mm. uh, uh, fucking uh, laying waste to these coastal regions of of Japan. It, uh, mm. it was it was incredible to see. Mm. So while we were drinking our beer, we were just watching this in silence, just seeing the carnage of this 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 water just throw these pick up these cars and uh, and houses and see people mm. fucking holding on for dear life to poles and people on roofs like looking at the camera from the helicopters like shit fucking help us shouting right. shouting for people to save them i don't remember us ever having like much of a conversation we were just watching the tv in silence mm. I mean, it was just 24-hour coverage of that stuff. I know my wife would stay up until 3 a.m. every day for like two weeks, it felt like, just looking at news coverage, endless amounts of information being streaming out of broadcasts. And then, you know, we're, we're talking about the pandemic now, but during that time, we also have to remember about the nuclear accident that happened and the meteorolo- meteoro- meteorological uh, agency was in charge of telling us on a day-to-day basis the level of radiation in the air. How well, we haven't even are. talked about that. Yeah. We haven't That's talked about like, the, uh, the the nuclear... Uh, it was like a, it was a triple whammy of sorts. You've got the earthquake, then you've got the tidal wave... And then you've got a nuclear power plant that gets damaged. Fukushima, Daiichi, uh, oh no, the Onagawa nuclear power plant. I don't remember which, there was like a, yeah, a major catastrophe that happened. And there was a discharge of radioactive uh, water. And it was, uh, yeah, there was a whole nother level of, of threat, which, you know, we'd never expected, but that, I think that was an ongoing concern for months. Just the like getting outdoors, worrying about the air, yeah. the air quality. Yeah, talk about like I remember literally there's little models and presentations on the weather section, the weather section of the news. Weather people were telling you what clothes to wear due to the levels of radiation and how to enter your house like we're talking about masks now and people having like plastic screens across their face and things like that and keeping social distance back then for a few weeks it was okay before you enter your house keep a little brush at your entrance 
brush off your jackets and take off your mask and don't leave anything inside your house and then enter your house. Oh, radiation levels aren't that high today. Sunny outside with a chance of rain and a little radiation. I mean, that's how it was for a while there. It was pretty wild yeah. on the news. Yeah, the Japan declared a state of emergency following the failure of the cooling system at the Fukushima uh, Daiichi nuclear power plant. And the I think the radiation levels were up to a thousand times normal levels. Uh, outside the plant, eight times normal levels. Yeah, like you said about meteorologists making, uh, giving, giving these types of uh, uh, annou- announcements on the news. There was a real concern when you go outside of actually picking up this radiation and uh, lessening, well, well, yeah, damaging, obviously, damaging your, your health. And uh, I think there was a run-on for iodine capsules and all, all sorts of other um, uh, sort of solutions that people came up with to try to mitigate the detrimental effects of radiation poisoning. It was, also really, like it was the, really fucking scary. Yeah. There was also like those places in Tokyo where there were certain places where there was hot spots. For some reason, one area of, of uh, I remember there was one area of Katsushika in Tokyo that was considered to be a hot spot. And you could go on websites and find out which different areas seemed to have more radiation levels than the others. That was pretty wild, too. I was like, Jesus Christ, I, I used to live in that area. And now it's, somehow it's a hot spot. You know, it, it, it was uh, pretty touch and go for a while there. Yeah, I I I uh, I remember after so after drinking in that bar, I think my colleague went home, and I think I went to another bar, and the bar was crowded as fuck. Mm, <laughs> there right. was like a bar full of people, and you know it was like a scene out of a like a New Year's Eve party for some reason. People were just like mm. so happy, and people were just so uh, friendly and uh, just open to talking because it was like we had all avoided a real disaster. Even though mm. I had just seen video uh, of oh sorry on the news of other like a like a terrible tragedy that had befallen people northern like northern part of Japan in Fukushima mm. but but uh, during this time when I'm in this bar where there are no TVs we're all just thankful to be alive it was an amazing experience we're all just talking to to one another uh, and it does somehow bring us closer together tragedies like this and uh, it made, made you more appreciative of life. And it wasn't until going home and then uh, cha- going from having to be in the office to predominantly working at home remotely, which is not mm-hmm. too uncommon. You already made the parallel, you know, you paralleled uh, then to now with COVID. Mm-hmm. It was very similar. We started working from home. Mm. We had the technology available. So we're all on our uh, computers at home. And uh, doing as much as we can, trying to contribute as much to our job as we could. But uh, otherwise, yeah, our company was very kind. They gave us, uh, they were still paying us for uh, the month or two that followed. So it was uh, a very, yeah, it was a, it was an experience to, it was, I think it was the radiation more than anything that got to me. Everyone was fleeing. All the foreigners in my, in my company, the majority of them all just left. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to Japanese at the time, saying, listen, you got these foreigners who were here during the good times and they flee during the bad times. And you've got like people like uh, like you, George, who are staying. 
and your mm-hmm. hair and and that says a lot about you and your character and i said no fuck no fuck off i would be on the fucking plane home if i could mm-hmm. <laughs> but i was like no i want to uh, <laughs> i got uh, i got things to do uh, i got I, I got things to do in japan and also i don't have like a lot of money at the time and also i don't see the risks of radiation to be as concerning as alarming as many of these other foreigners who are mm-hmm. fleeing for their lives so no, that's no, the way I, I viewed it you didn't have your family like demanding that you come home not demanding but you know talking about uh the you know the the problems that were occurring and you know my family obviously said that i could come back whenever i wanted you could stay for as long as you wanted in america when i was the the main issue that i saw was that i couldn't uh, square the what the official statements of the government were were about the containment of fukushima at that time especially the days immediately following it you got a lot of, you know, you we had these uh, at the at the Fukushima plant. We had these explosions. They were hydrogen explosions, and they were shown on television. And I remember seeing one, and then being like, "Jesus fucking Christ!" And they're like, "Well, everything's under control. It's just hydrogen exploding off the things." And it's like, "But it's at the nuclear nuclear power plant. Come on, you know." And mm-hmm. I told my wife, "If this happens three times, we're going to go to." somewhere farther away we're going to go to kyoto and a second one happened and then bam the third one happened i said they don't know they're just fucking telling us they're just trying to pacify us so we there's not utter chaos in the streets by the way they're talking i don't trust anything that they're saying right now so let's just go to kyoto which is much farther away in western japan and we just made a little strange radiation vacation of it. We I we got in a, we got took oh, the train nice. up to Kyoto. Oh, that's nice. Very romantic. Yeah, we took a five day. We we stayed in a mm. little uh, studio apartment in nice. Kyoto near Nishihoganji. Yeah. It was a really good deal, and yeah. uh, we rode bicycles around Kyoto. It was really oh, nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the nicest vacations we've had. Oh, I can't wait for the next uh, disaster to yeah, yeah, Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what you'll get up to next. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while well, everyone's uh, fleeing the country. Well, what are your vacation plans, uh, Jerry? <laughs> oh, hang on, I've got to wait till the next fucking earthquake to occur first. <laughs> wait, how are the uh, pandemic numbers right now? Yeah. Hey, is there another nuclear plant that's about to fucking explode? <laughs> yeah, let me get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah. So that was... Uh, that was what I ended up. We stayed in Kyoto for five days, and uh, we had a really nice time. And then we came back to Saitama when things felt like it was getting back to normal. But there were still these, you know, what, I, what was really impressive was one of the impressive aspects of, of the handling of the earthquake problem, of the, of the disaster, in Tokyo at least, were these rolling blackouts. And everyone just said, okay, we accept it. We accept the rolling blackouts because you can't control, you know, the 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 energy usage right now. So, you know, at this time between this hour and this hour, you won't be able to let use electricity. And I really was impressed by how that followed through. You know, people just did what they were told to do. Then there was the the certain buzzwords came up like setsuden, which means like energy preservation. You know, mm. don't don't overuse energy and that became a big thing i remember even a few months after 
the earthquake I, I was working in i was teaching business english in some different companies and you know at six o'clock some of these companies were turning off their lights you know so it was something that you know went into the the mindset of people for for a, a, a rather long time yeah i um I, I remained in tokyo because that's the type of person i am that's the type of uh character that i that i am i i am i'm very much a part of the culture and i don't flee the first sign of panic or the third warning like uh you and your mm -hmm. wife i remained here because yeah we're fucking I, I love this fucking yeah. country yeah. and i love this city mm -hmm. uh yeah. <laughs> but no but the thing is is i, I was out yeah, okay. i remember right. i remember mm -hmm. like l like reading a lot of these different sites and they had people uh taking these readings like radiation mm -hmm. readings right right near right. where i was so i looked at the reading I, I, every day i'm checking uh, on these different sites of just uh casual observers who bought <laughs> these fucking radiation right. even my neighbor at the time had a radiation mm. uh, reading and uh I, I i just i found that there was really no concern if, if you're not going outside which i wasn't i wasn't mm -hmm. going outside i didn't see any kind of meaningful detrimental impact to my health which is why i remained uh in tokyo but i i, I can see why you and your wife fled mm. cowards that you are no i'm, yeah, I'm joking <laughs> losers yeah because i you know watching these no because you could like go around riding i would fucking do that too yeah. if i had the money i would have gone down like, to kyoto it, too and joined you uh i you know the thing is like watching it was one of the ministers with edanol he kept saying that there's no problem and it was like, you are so full of shit. And one of the things that they were saying <laughs> on the news was, <laughs> was that, you know, we don't know if it's a meltdown because we haven't seen it with our own eyes. But they kept saying that. It's like, you don't understand science? You don't understand <laughs> theories? Why do you have to see it with your own eyes? Do you see, do you see the parallels between the way the government handled this the media, the optics, the PR back then yeah. versus now when they're trying to talk about having right. the Olympics during the fucking yeah. the COVID outbreak. They're so similar, aren't they? Right, yeah. They're not even recognizing the science. They're not recognizing that there are not enough vaccinations. They still want to hold the fucking Olympics. Yeah. They're, they're like uh, talk about sunk cost fallacy and all that yeah. shit. They've invested so much that it's going to go ahead no matter what. And in fact, we're going right. to go down a, uh, another lockdown. At the time of this recording, they're going to have another another fucking lockdown on Sunday. Tokyo yeah. and Osaka have a spike in uh, increases in COVID infections because the government a bunch of fucking cunts. <laughs> they, don't yeah. like, they don't understand. They don't understand what's going on. It, there's such a disconnect over what should be happening, and I think it is sending mixed messages you know i think in where i where i live right now the the levels are not nearly as high as other places but not even close but you know it sends this weird message to people about what they can be doing what they can't be doing you know anyway let's go back to the earthquake system the earthquakes um hey george i got a little uh I don't know. Would you be up for a little quiz? Yeah, I'm in the festive mood talking about earthquakes. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So I was watching a little YouTube video. Uh, it was made by the Kumamoto TV 
television, Kumoto Television, a little uh, city out there in Kyushu. And they had a little YouTube video. I, it was in Japanese, but I, I managed to translate it here for us tonight. And、uh, it's a training quiz. All right. So, okay. So, let me set up the situation here for you. Now, imagine that you cook, first of all. You imagine that you cook. All right. And it's 6 15 p.m. at night. And suddenly there's an earthquake of a magnitude of 6.7. In this case, what do you do first? Okay. A, turn off the gas burner. B, hide under the table to protect yourself. What do you do first? I think you would、first? turn off the gas burner, wouldn't you? Okay. The answer is, folks, B. Oh. Hide、okay. under the table to protect yourself. So they say、okay. if, you're, if you're cooking when an earthquake occurs, there's a probability of getting burned. So you should separate yourself from the danger and turn off the gas burner when things settle. I see. Interesting.、Mm, yeah. So it's, yeah. It, it's,、uh, okay. So now. Did you, did you know、right? that? I didn't know that. I thought it was the same as you. I thought it would have been turn off the gas burner. Yeah. But also, my wife said also that, you know, when there's a big earthquake, gas in, the, in your apartments. Will automatically shut down. Oh, wow, that makes sense then. Yeah. yeah. So then that's, a, that's another little, these are all little pieces of information that we should all know, but you know, it, sometimes it's hard to think about. Okay. But hang on. If you go, well,、yeah. um, where do you go? I mean, I, I always thought that you go into the bathroom or the shower, you know, the, those are the most structurally、uh, sound well, places to be in. Well,、Is、we'll get、true? to that soon, but now it, it, that, that, that might be true. But if you're in the kitchen,、uh, maybe your bathroom. It, so so you're, you're in a smaller apartment, so perhaps getting to a place like the, the bathroom is a little bit easier. But if you're in a house or a bigger apartment, the, the, the most immediate thing you want to do is just get under, get under something that'll protect your head or your body from, from falling objects. What if you've got nothing to hide under, like no table? Or Then、anything. you are. Fucked. No,、are、so、really? I guess,、mm. yeah, well, I guess you can just put your hands over your head and、oh, then、okay. crouch down. Yeah, yeah. or maybe I'll put some books、say. over my head or my computer、yeah. or your computer kettle or kettle, or some,、uh, well, a box of tissues. Well, well, the kettle might act as a hammer if things fall. <laughs> yeah, that's true, especially if it's full of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the, empty the water out of the kettle,、uh, get something as soft as maybe your computer. Your computer case, the thing you would hold your, your computer. What about, what about some fabric? What, what about a coat?、Uh, how about a coat, a pillow? Oh, pillow is a bloody good idea. Jackets. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Good so, night.、Uh, like, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> go to sleep under、there. the rubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Cover everything. And you're, you'll be nice and cozy. Oh, maybe under your futon. Because I don't have a bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、So、under your futon. That's、futon. another one. Yeah, there you yeah. go. These are all good ideas. But how much time do I have though? Well, it's only like a few you, seconds. You have three seconds. Three seconds to get under my futon. Well, I,、uh, my, my place <laughs> is small enough, I can do it. Yeah. But I also <laughs> want to get some blankets and shit, maybe.、Uh, some clothing. Wouldn't that protect me? As much, yeah, yeah、uh, definitely. As many、yeah. layers as I can. Right, exactly. So just be prepared. You got to keep yourself in, in your mind prepared that this could happen anytime. What would I do in a case of an earthquake that happened right now? I got my clothes. I got my computer case. I got this shit. I'm going to put it on my head. Bam, I'm ready. That kind of thing. Mm. Maybe I should like, actually invest in something like a, I don't know, like a special hat. 
or something. Yeah, you you could get a hat. You should also get a little <laughs> with, a, with a big fucking like 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 those like uh well, I don't know what are those big Russian well, ones you know the big Russian yeah, yeah. Ones, or what is it that thing you for, were looking for, for, for your phone falls a socket pocket a pocket socket what, pop socket that thing you were th- oh pop a pop socket, socket. Yeah. for your phone. for your head yeah yeah for your oh, pop socket <laughs> for your head yeah I could like pull it up <laughs> I could pull it up from my head if anyone doesn't know what a pop socket is it's a pop socket you get for your phone. I was like yeah. uh, talking to uh, Jerry about that, about getting a pop socket for my yeah. phone so I can balance it properly on my fingers while I'm uh, uh, watching videos in, in bed mm. and watching movies that we cover on this yeah. fucking podcast. Yeah, so, yeah uh, exactly. So sorry, getting back to your quiz. Okay, so I yeah. think uh, I aced that one. No, I didn't ace it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I oh, pretty, yeah, well, uh, pretty close though, didn't well, I? We, we've added more things for the listeners to ponder about <laughs> the earthquake situation. Okay, so number two. After things have settled, but you are worried about the integrity of your room, what should you do? Go to the bathroom. Okay, A, pick up your emergency goods and evacuate quickly. What do you mean emergency goods? You don't have emergency goods? Well, you got to have emergency goods. Like, what are They're they? Stored away in your bag. That's that's an A priority. You should always have a bag stowed away somewhere in your closet with a liter of water, some first aid kit, some food. You're gonna change the water every fucking what? How often you have to change months. the water? Every really? six months or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what we do. You should do it okay. too. All right. Yeah. So you got your stuff and evacuate quickly. Or B, once things call down, get your things in order. Means look around and take care of yourself first. Wait, wait. I want to go back to the fucking emergency kit. So you got the water. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? Yeah. You have band-aids or first aid uh, kit? Band-aids, first aid. Uh, you want to have Sunscreen, some crackers. Non-perishable. For, for your yeah, phone. But, yeah. <laughs> cigarettes. Maybe a little uh, cigarettes emergency and, uh, blanket. Bourbon. Yeah, bourbon. Emergency Cause blanket. Yeah. Um, condoms. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A, a, a knife. Some yeah, kind of yeah. contraception, yeah. Birth control mm-hmm. pills. And, Birth control uh, pills during the earthquake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Japan, actually. No, I think they yeah, outlawed yeah. birth control in Japan. <laughs> so, oh, a Birth waterproof something, you know. Uh, mm. Trash bags. Waterproof oh, something. What do you mean a birth? Waterproof toilet something. Paper. What do you mean waterproof something? Well, like what a waterproof something you wear on your body. Oh, rain jacket. Rains. Yeah, like a rain jacket. What a waterproof something. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in Japan far too long, for fuck's sake. <laughs> a waterproof something, for fucking hell. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, man, waterproof okay. something. Okay. You know, whatever well, it is that you can yeah. waterproof yourself. Toilet paper. But it depends on the season as well, because it could be winter, yeah, yeah. so you need like something yeah. warm, right? Yeah. yeah. If it's winter, you don't know when, yeah. what season is going to occur, and so just in right. case, maybe a maybe a jacket, a fleece, mm, definitely, fleece yeah, definitely jacket fleece. or something. Mm. Waterproof, uh, yeah, raincoat. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Raincoat. Uh, maybe some boots, gum boots. Yeah. Gum boots. Do you have gum boots in America? Or we say that in New Zealand, gum boots. Uh, no. Okay, we just say boots, not. waterproof boots. boots. Waterproof yeah. boots. Uh, yeah. some zip. Uh, what else do you need? Plastic uh, bags might be good too. Some wet tissues, some antibacterial yeah, wipes. Yeah, wet tissues, definitely. And also uh, a shit bag. A shit bag. A shit bag. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> if people haven't heard of a uh, episode that we've already recorded, it's called Toilets. Mm-hmm. You might want to go back and listen to that <laughs> if you if you want to see the re- uh, understand the reference to shit bags. But shit bags, <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, shit bags. Yeah. That's a big one. For, I for saw the a big guy one on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big one. Because you never know if you're gonna have a big one, and there's a exactly. long line. You know, following a big one. Yeah, yeah, following, following a big, a big one, earthquake. Big yeah. So okay, but uh, this okay, is a so big get, fucking bag. Yeah. Well, how big mean, is it? Well, you can get one that's like. Is this know, a backpack a or is this like a well, like, um, a backpack? You know, backpack. You can get oh, ones yeah. that you can go to the store and buy evacuation kits. That fit everything into a bag, nice. They're and pre-made. Neatly. Yeah, pre-made. And do they have tents have in there too? Much. Uh, some of them do, but the wow. ones that are for immediate need, uh, necessity, probably don't have them. Um, mm. But I watched. Oh, some guy on solar. YouTube, uh, also, maybe like one of those oh, yeah, solar yeah. panels. Solar, Wouldn't that be great? A battery, so you can, like, yeah, solar panel. Like your man. phone. Use your phone and your yeah, computer. Yeah. Right. That'd be great. Yeah, a little yeah, home theater, like mobile yeah. home theater kit. Right, right, exactly. So, so you could like watch, yeah, right. watch shit, uh, watch a movie, watch Netflix, shit. while yeah. uh, you're in your tent. Right, while you're in, exactly, dude. That's what we got, idea. man. We got a little uh, battery. We got a little uh, camping solar panel thing going on. Do, so you, you know? actually have one? Yeah. Is it? We use it how on big a is it? Basis. How big is it? It's about one meter long. By one. One meter by uh, by about uh, thirty meters, thirty centimeters. Thirty meters. Tall. No, come on, man. Three I meters. misspoke. One, you know I was going to One meter? One oh. meter width and width. And yeah, three yeah meters one in meter length. in width and 30 centimeters high. No, it's not 30. It has Is three it panels. 30 centimeters. Yeah. You mean th- 300 got, centimeters? Like, yeah. Oh, uh, no, I'm so, sorry. You're right. 30, 30 yeah, centimeters. 30 centimeters. Okay. So not that. It's it's supposed to be for camping. But a lot of camping stuff is uh, disaster crossover material. So, uh any any kind of like gas burner you want to buy for camping that could easily be used, you know, or you throw that in a bag and you got yourself, you can heat up some water and shit like that and cook little fr- freeze-dried, freeze-dried food is really important. Okay. Right. Freeze-dried food. Uh, well, no, not like if that. I, they don't have keto versions, right? Low carb versions. You, of that. Fuck so just keto. It's bars. a fucking disaster. <laughs> You, I thought you were supposed to be. What, what is it? What is that Mark Sisson term? Uh, you're supposed to be metabolically, to, metabolically yeah, flexible. Yeah, yeah. If you're not metabolically <laughs> adapted for the disaster, then keto is not doing you any good. No, no, fuck Mark Sisson. No, I want to do it my way. I'm very, very strict. Oh, okay. Very right. strict well, to my regimen. I'll, do, I'll bring my keto, keto bars. I'll bring my keto okay, bars. Okay, keto bars. There you All go. Right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so put all that okay, shit so, away. Okay, so this is your quiz. Well, I'm not sure. What were the options again? So okay, you either, here, let me you either pick up your again. emergency bag or you, you stand and, around and looking like quickly. a fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> quickly. Or B, once things calm down, uh, make sure you're okay and your things are in order. Oh, I think so you, B is when you when you search for, you start making your emergency bag. <laughs> <laughs> no that's not it i think man. b is that's like not... oh fuck i gotta do something hang on what do i have around here okay okay i got my gum got my xylitol yeah. gum for my teeth right. <laughs> <laughs> I, got my, I got my i got my kleenex tissues what else fuck oh yeah. i gotta get some water okay let me just check oh water's not working i'm um, fuck hey here here's the the answer here is b okay all right <laughs> what so i you thought gotta... you just said your emergency kit 
No, no. So it's B. Once things calm down, get your things in order. Get your things in order doesn't mean make your bag right What was A again? A was pick up your emergency goods and evacuate quickly. Yeah, I want to try because you've already got your emergency bag. Why fuck around? Well, so you have to make sure that everything's okay with you. So if you run out of your house suddenly, it could be dangerous. You have to beware of falling signs and other shit that's coming off of buildings. I'm in my home, right? So, yeah. But if you evacuate quickly, then that could be a problem. You have to first put on your helmet, which you don't have. Make sure it fits properly. <laughs> you make sure your imaginary helmet fits properly. Where's your, and look to so see. So they say we're all supposed to have emergency helmets. Is that really yeah, a, yeah, the yeah. answer in the That's quiz? Right. Really? And look to we're see. We're all supposed to have fucking hard hats. We're supposed to have hard hats. Everyone. Who the fuck has a hard hat in their home? I don't have one. But maybe a construction worker to. coming back from spo- a fucking job as a fucking hard hat. <laughs> <laughs> but, but usually I mean, they leave is... it on the work site, right? They leave their right, hard hats yeah, yeah. at the work site. So maybe That's even right, them, yeah. even they don't have their fucking hard hats at home. Okay, so th- this is what they're telling me, man. I guess we've don't got to invest. I got to invest <laughs> in like an emergency bag and a hard hat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, and you got to look to see if things are safe and then go outside. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, number three is about bathrooms. Right up your alley, okay? All right, so Mm. number three. What should you do if you're taking a bath when there's an earthquake? A, cover your head with the bathtub cover. B, try your best to put your clothes... I don't have a bathtub cover. Well then you're fucked. Okay, so that's <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's just think about it. Imagine you do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, okay. but I don't. I can't no. imagine no. it. Okay, okay. So you can't imagine it. You can't imagine a bathroom cover. Come on, bathtub no. cover. Okay, try your best to put your clothes on. But so, but the bathroom is already safe, so I will just stay there. The answer is A. So mm. the bathroom is considered to be a safe place in the house. But if yes. you don't open the door, you might get locked inside. So make sure the door is open. Somehow wedge the door open so you don't get stuck. No, but I. Oh, but you know what? I don't even take baths. I always have showers. So then you can easily keep the door open once the shower, you're in the middle of the shower. Just turn off the water and open the door and just cover your head with something. Are you, so, in the, so in the middle of an earthquake or as soon as an earthquake occurs... Immediately open the open the door. Yeah, that's right. So don't don't worry about putting on your. But clothes. I should stay in Just, the bathroom because it's the most yeah. uh, uh, it's structurally the safe place in your home. That's I thought right. well, that and the, maybe the toilet isn't it, isn't the toilet as well. I'm I, not I sure. know. Actually, I'm sorry. In Japan, you have like unit bathrooms. Where you've got the toilet and uh, the bath and shower in the same place. But right. uh, but in some places like mine. You've got the toilet that's separate apart from the the bathroom, mm-hmm. which has the shower and the bath. Right. So I don't know in that case. Would that would the would the toilet in my case would that be safer or wor- or would it be less? I safe? think I think uh, uh, based on this quiz, I think the the shower room would be safer. Okay. Yeah, but I don't. And know the for logic sure. is the logic behind that is because of the pipes, the piping around you, right? Right. I, I don't know. I think it's the piping. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Maybe. Don't don't quote me on that. Maybe there's some uh, engineers out there or fucking architects or house builders who have uh, stopped stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, well, here, here's another quiz. Okay, ready? Number four. If you live in a high rise on the top floors, how should you evacuate? A, take the stairs. B, take a high speed elevator. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, you know what? I want to get. I want to get down as fast as possible. I'm gonna take the elevator. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, of course, you know you're being ironic. Okay, you know that it's A, and but however, if you're in an elevator when it happens, should you A crouch down low to protect your body or B press all of the elevator floor buttons? I would I would jump so that when the uh, when the elevator is like in free fall. I can yeah. I can protect myself because I'm jumping in midair, right? And that's how right. gravity okay. works. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I think your science is will be proven true. I think that's in biology books or physics books. I think that's right. Why, why the fuck would like pressing all the buttons work? Because okay, so it, the answer is B. Because whichever floor the ev- elevator stops at, you should exit and proceed to the stairs. But that's a gamble, right? Because when the doors open and you get out, just as the the cables break, you could get chopped in half as you're struggling out the door. Okay, you know, call up uh, Kumamoto Television and <laughs> and tell them this grievance you have. I don't agree. Quiz. I don't agree with you, Kumamoto Television. <laughs> I think I, I don't know what the fuck you guys are smoking there, but you don't you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Okay. All right. So let's see. Let's let's get to uh, some other brass tacks. Oh, let's get okay, down to so, brass tacks. Yeah. Okay. All let's right. get down to brass tacks. All right. So number five, a fire has started due to the earthquake and smoke is spreading fast. What should you do? A, get low to the floor and slowly evacuate. B, cover your mouth and nose with a cloth and evacuate quickly. Of course it's B, but hang on. What? Where, where is this happening again? It's uh, you're you're in the house, oh. you're in a house, and it's uh, uh, it's a. I knew. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get down. Don't you get down no. to the ground? Yeah, A is get low to the floor and slowly evacuate. Oh, sorry. Okay, I, I, I miss. I miss. Uh, your heard, mouth I miss heard you. Yeah. So okay, a, do, 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 do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna edit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A fire has started due to the earthquake, and smoke is spreading fast. What should you do? A. Get low to the floor and slowly evacuate. B. Cover your mouth and nose with a cloth and evacuate quickly. Mm. You know, I uh, in New Zealand, the only drills I remember were the fire drills. Right. The only thing I remember from the fire drills is that smoke rises. So right. I think you're supposed to get down, right? You're using a lot of power of deduction right now. It's very, very... (laughs) I can see you've analyzed the situation now. Do you see me with uh, my... You know, the way I'm looking. I've got a pensive look on my face, don't I? Yeah, I can Mm. tell. You're you're really deep in thought about this. You've really given a lot of thought about this. I'm bringing up my prior knowledge of of similar situations. Yeah. And how smoke works. It is A. So... They say covering your mouth with a cloth may prevent some poisonous gases from entering your mouth, but it won't stop carbon monoxide. So as you crawl, keep your mouth close to the floor and to the corner of the wall. This will provide you with the cleanest air to breathe in the room. Interesting. Yeah, mm. so it's the wall and the floor. that There's a little crevice there. Wow. We'll actually do, yeah. Fascinating. So that's... Yeah. All but right. Are you that, ready? But, oh, but yeah. in my uh, emergency kit, I may have like yeah. a special mask 
to to help me breathe. Okay. Properly well, during because wouldn't wouldn't you want something you, like you that? just like added an oxygen? That. What about an oxygen well, tank to, uh, to oxygen your emergency? Mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oxi- well, what is the oxygen no, no, destroyer? Like a, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could get like special um, equipment to deal with fires in your little emergency bag. Well, yeah. What I about mean, that? If you have the money and resources, go for it, man. Do it. Do it up. And also iodine pills for another fucking nuclear fallout, right? A map. Iodine pills, paper map, yeah, yeah, paper map, definitely. Uh, Solar panels, uh, what else? Batteries Uh, for your extra batteries batteries for the solar panels, yeah, yeah, store power in there, yeah, and of course you need your computer, right? And also we need our mic so we can continue podcasting while doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're in the middle of nowhere. It's a podcast, like talking about our experiences. We could do live a live podcast after <laughs> immediately after. <laughs> Take our mics okay. and start interviewing people. <laughs> hey man, what do you think about what's going on? What, what do you have said? in your emergency what bag there? Show me. That. All right, yeah. what do you have? I have my like my iPhone, my iPhone there with a the camera, and I could like get some good quality <laughs> video footage. Ah oh, man, we're we're doing it up, man. Hey, okay, so here here we go. If you're outside on the street, this is number six, when an earthquake happens, should you A, evacuate with a neighbor by car, or B, walk to an emergency shelter? Uh, I'd imagine taking a car during this time might not be a good idea. Also, roads, right, could be could have cracks yeah. in them. So it could be a little unsafe to drive right. during a during a during a big earthquake, right? Yeah. So fishers, uh, fisher is that is that the proper pronunciation? Uh, fish, fish, Fisher, fishers, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the fishers in the road, uh, so it could be a little bit a little bit dangerous. So I would just walk to an emergency emergency facility. Uh, you're right. So even in summer, it's a, they add this. Even in summer, you should wear long pants and walk to safety. Cars can be an impediment to emergency vehicles, which can delay work to bring others to safety. That's what their main concern is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what? Well, what about if I just pretend to be really hurt and so an uh, ambulance picks me up? <laughs> hey, man, do whatever you want out of your own self-interest, but know that you're gonna put other people's like, lives like in run, danger. Like, oh, run, run out onto the road and just lie there. <laughs> Gets like, like, put some blood, fake blood, all over me. <laughs> and I'll, I'll wave my hand like, help. Just get the kid aside. Help me. Help me. (laughs) Do something for me. And while I'm lying there, I'll be like watching like like videos on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) With my battery powered solar panels. Yeah, my battery powered like (laughs) battery powered like uh, yeah solar panel. Yeah, that would be great. So thank you. That's great advice. Well, what else? What anything else? Okay, so we got we got two more. Good. So number seven. Which place should you proceed to first in order to be safe? A, a large-scale designated shelter, or B, a park close by? Well, obviously a shelter that's set up specifically to handle this kind of situation might be, might be the best. Although, uh, I think it depends on the park. Describe the mm-hmm. park to me. It's a big open space in your neighborhood. Yeah, because I got an emergency kit. I might, I might just want to go to the park and relax. Hmm. Well, B is the correct answer. Oh, good. So you per- you proceed to a big open space in your neighborhood for safety. Once it is clear that aftershocks have subsided, proceed to designated shelters. Hmm. No, actually, I'll just hang out in the park. 
because <laughs> I got my emergency <laughs> bag. Like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Why would I want to go to a dirty fucking shelter with fucking so it's cr- overcrowded? Sounds like a really stressful event. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. Hang out in my tent. Okay. Maybe yeah. start a fire. Hmm. You know. Hey man, yeah, start your fire. Eat my, with your eat fire my keto starters. protein bars. Right, right. Man, you could start do a fire. It up, have man. some marshmallows. Find uh, some homeless look up people. At the sky. They could probably help you out for some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, why overburden the shelter when right, I right. when I'm completely resourceful because I've already planned yeah. ahead. You're self sufficient. Yeah, go to a campsite, man. Hell yeah. Okay, I don't have any campsites Final near here. All right, we got to come out where I live. So first, get on the bus. Oh, that's a better <laughs> idea. How about during a big earthquake, I get a I get a shinkansen, uh, yeah. a bullet train down <laughs> to where you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we'll go camping out in the mountains. As long as a bullet train is running, yeah. Oh, I can uh, walk okay, there. Okay, here's the. How long would that take me? <laughs> you could walk there. It would probably take you 19 hours. I think I've uh, seen it on Google Maps when I did a did a, uh, a Google oh. search for car distances from uh, where I live to where you live. Okay. Anyway, here's the dumbest question on the quiz. Where should you get your information from while at a shelter? A, radio and television. B, friends and family. <laughs> 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 What if my, what if my, what if I've got friends and family in media, and who are journalists? Well, then you're bridging the gap between friends and family and radio and television, man. You're a high situation. Should be a situation. C, shouldn't there? Should be a C option. Yeah, it should be a C. You should call up Kumamoto Hoso. You should, you should ask your uh, jur- your journalist brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Damn, man. So yeah, but it says no, I, a, I, I guess. Yeah. Well, it depends on the news because I, I don't like fake. I don't like fucking fake news. Are we talking about yeah. what kind of news? Uh, we're talking about NHK. We're talking about official or, news uh, where it's. We're assuming that it's not fake news. I, there's no question mm. for fake radio television and news. <laughs> radio <laughs> television, <laughs> friends and family, friends and family in journalism. It doesn't have these choices. Fake, fake friends, fake family, <laughs> fake friends. <laughs> Fake friends in television. Yeah. So they say, here Here they say it's A, you should have a small radio for such occasion stored away in your emergency bag. In addition, it might be difficult to get through to friends and family on the telephone. So use the NTT Disaster Messaging Service 1717 instead. Also, line may be marginally better than phone access. Line, line, the line. social media, yeah. the 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 fucking yeah. the green application on yeah, which which I uh, I fucking escaped. You forsaken. a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. I for, I forsaken that fucking piece of garbage. Yeah, that privacy invading piece of shit. And there's no fucking like, way I'm using that in an emergency. Could save your life in a disaster. <laughs> Fuck I don't that. know if you're really worried about privacy during a disaster. <laughs> I think you want everyone to know where you are at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's garbage. Oh, it's like so much steal where on my location. Yes, yeah, it's like no my location. Now. I use Line. <laughs> if anybody out there has used Line, I fucking hate Line. It's like got a lot of it's stuffed with all sorts of features and stickers that I don't need. I just want a fucking end-to-end encrypted messaging fucking application, and Line mm-hmm. can't give that to me. But in an emergency, I, I might reconsider mm-hmm. <laughs> if I can download it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably can't download it in an emergency. <laughs> Shit well, that, that's the that's the end of my uh, cue, my uh, quiz. That was 
uh, an amazing quiz. Thank you yes. very much yeah. for putting in the work. I enjoyed your answers. Yes. That, that effort, all that effort mm-hmm. and coming up with that quiz, which uh, you mm-hmm. found somewhere and mm-hmm. re- read it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but thank well, you I did translate putting it. in the effort. Oh, you translated yeah. it. Oh, thank you yeah, so I much. Yeah, I translated it from Japanese did to English wife, from Did your YouTube. wife help you? Nope. I did it by oh, myself. Wow. I sat there with Fuck the little out. clicker, Kudos. went back and forth. Kudos and to you. Thank you very Dear much. Dear sir, you have done, you've, you've went above and beyond the Call of Duty on tonight's episode. Mm. This is amazing. And, you know, I actually got, I really wanted to double down on the fucking uh, emergency kit because I really want to know what I should be <laughs> taking with me. I still don't yeah. know. I, I, I think I got a few items, but I really wanted to set up my own tent somewhere. Right. Right. Somewhere close. You, I, I know yeah, there are parks man that I've been to. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're really nice parks. I would just set up yeah. camp in one of these right. little parks. I mean, why not, right? Yeah, Get yeah. the solar little, panels. Yeah. Go to El Breath down in Tokyo in Ochanomizu. Go to El Breath Camping Shop. And you'll see all kinds of camping gear. You you can bliss out on tents and whatever the hell. Do the tents have like solar panels on the top? Uh, Some of them might. So the emergency bag is something which I need to work on and uh, thank you for bringing it to my attention because I need this bag because you never know what will happen. That's the whole point of it being an emergency right. bag. Right. And if I if I don't have an emergency bag, then I'm basically fucked is what you're saying. You're Well, you're leaving yourself up to whatever uh, goodwill that someone else might give you. But if you have your own emergency bag, then you yeah. could actually help others as well. So if you got enough food for yourself yeah. and you, you know, you have your tent. I saw this guy on YouTube, this Japanese dude. He was setting up like his uh, main. He had like the shit bag in his toilet. Like he had like a like a black black bag that he set up because sometimes you run out of water in your house. You, you know, you might not have water for a little bit of time. So even setting up a tent within your house, wow. if you have a little screen, that could prevent um, mosquitoes and shit like that. If you have windows, you want to keep your windows open in the summer and it's really hot, but you don't want to get all bitten up by mosquitoes and other insects. If you have like a one-man tent with a screen on it, then you can like just camp out in your house. And in addition to being, if you need to go somewhere else, if you're your house right. is not structurally sound, then you can run mm. off to a park and do that thing too. Well, uh, I think uh, we have covered earthquakes uh, mm. as much as we could. I mean, actually, I could go There's on. So much more I'm sure you, you and yeah, I, yeah, 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 you and I, we can go on. We, we may do another part. We may do an earthquakes yeah. too. And who knows? Before mm. uh, too long, we may talk about another big one uh, that, right. that may occur, and we could report to you live if we can. So we've got we've actually got to invest yes. in our solar panels so yeah. that we can do a live right. podcast. Wouldn't that be right. something? Yeah, I mean that's live. real dedication, right? Isn't that dedication? <clears throat> right. Yeah. Don't you feel like dedication. you're giving something? We're committed to yeah. seeing this podcast get better. We're always working on ourselves and trying to be better. Mm. We listen back on ourselves to make sure we don't sound like complete fucking retards. Uh, but <laughs> forgive us. Some some do get past us sometimes. So. Please forgive us for that. But if you do like us, if you do get some entertainment out of us, if you do learn something or find us entertaining uh, somehow, uh, please, please leave us a review if you can. That really will help us. Please share it with other people who are interested in Japan. So thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank you.